What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. We can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. We look to the future but embrace our past. We study. We analyze. We race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. Through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection, we learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
25 Lolo here from Drumball. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Justified Cultures, Traction MXC Covers, and Moto Ice Wrap. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than Ashley Hildebrand of Bike Binders. Ashley, how are you this fine Wednesday evening? We're good. We're really good. Just trying to stay warm. It's pretty cold here in Calgary. Hey, pretty cold in Calgary. Uh, it's a balmy uh, uh, 22 degrees uh, Celsius. That's uh, for the for those who uh, aren't familiar with Celsius. That's uh, right around 65 degrees um, Fahrenheit. Um, pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. A couple of Canucks talking dirt bikes, talking. Uh, this and that about how to make people's lives a little bit easier on the weekends. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the show, my friend, and making it a, a full Canadian show. There will be only one national anthem for this game. There you go. Hey, you bet. Oh, Canada. Absolute. So uh, before we get too too uh, far into uh, bike binders themselves and what they are and and, uh, and how they can help people on the weekends, let's get to know Ashley Hildebrand a little bit. Let's get the let's get the background story so we know where the that that the passion runs deep. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, just as a kid, my uh, my old man. I think when I was seven years old, he got me a mini trail 50 and grown up in manitoba you know what the you know what our riding season is like but uh for those first two years i certainly didn't let the winter slow me down pretty much went 12 months of the year and then uh <clears throat> went to i think probably like grade eight or something i got a kx80 and then on to kx125 and i did a bit of racing uh it was it was all right until i broke my collarbone and and uh after that i i think i did one more season and uh then yeah i got into cars and and welding and a whole bunch of other stuff and just grew up i guess <laughs> Unfortunately, so. we we can't all be lost, boys. We got to grow up at some point. Uh, what yeah. made you put put away the bikes? Uh, maybe not for good, but eventually make your way out to uh, the wonderful Calgary, Alberta. And uh, for my money, tough to beat Calgary. Uh, the winters aren't as harsh as Manitoba's, and uh, you've got a world class motocross track within the city limits. You've got a, a passable ski hill in the form of uh, of Canalipic Park, uh, otherwise known as Pascapoo, uh, inside the city, city limits. And, of course, the Rocky Mountains are only an hour and a half away. Tough to beat the city of Cowtown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it is pretty good out here. And that was one of the things, having that track right downtown. I uh, 
you know, you couldn't, you couldn't beat it. Um, just growing up on dirt bikes, it was always my release. Uh, just kind of take me away, whether it was a, you know, bad day at school or whatever I was doing, it was my stress reliever. And then growing up or moving out here, uh, I'd always go stop by the track and watch them. I was older and, you know, had a young family. And I think when my son turned seven, that's when I finally, I wouldn't take no for an answer anymore from my wife. And uh, I went out and got him an SX50 and got him on the track. And he seemed to like it quite a bit. And the year later, I had a YZF450, which was a little bit much for me, but I did enjoy it. So that's how, and believe it or not, as much as you love those Rockies, I can tell you, I've actually never been trail riding once out here. <laughs> really? Actually, yeah. the, the funniest mm-hmm. thing is I've actually, uh, I, I'm always a track guy. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable in the trails. I feel like anybody that's got the skills out there, good on them. It's not my skill set. Uh, but seriously, there's there's a couple of decent places to ride here in Manitoba. Cool. But I, I'm honestly, other than when I was very young, uh, just learning how to ride, I haven't really ventured into the <laughs> trails too much maybe something that i need to start doing more of as uh maybe the uh maybe it's a little safer in the trees maybe it's not i don't know but uh um yeah also uh, echo those same sentiments not too many times uh, in the trails for this guy uh find me a motocross track and i'll ride it no problem yeah. but uh, yeah. uh trails i just don't feel safe i just don't feel comfortable because you never know when a, uh, a utv or one of those side-by-sides is coming over that hill that you're uh, riding yep. towards so uh it kind of yeah. freaks me out a little bit. You know, we had nothing but trails where I grew up, and you know the area where I yeah, grew up. Well, there was sure. We had hill climbs and miles and miles of trails, which was, you know, excellent for snowmobiles and, and you know, quads and dirt bikes. Uh, but all I ever wanted to do was ride a track. And, you know, I made the best track I could in it, it, on our farm, but it, it just didn't cut it. So when I finally could race motocross, I was all over it uh, for as short-lived as that was. Uh, but then, yeah, when I moved up here and I could finally afford to get a bike again, it was right to uh, the Wild Rose motocross track. <laughs> Absolutely. Not too far from uh, from from the, the- the best one of the best dealerships in in Calgary I particularly like like there's there's some lovers of bow cycle out there but I I happen mm-hmm. to be a uh, a Blackfoot fan that's where my KTM is from and of course I bought oh, it perfect. from uh Trevor Unger who uh the the guy just uh the guy just sells motorcycles and he, he's or he's a, a a native Manitoban as well I didn't know that Yes he is I've, he's also I've met a him a few times I can't say on the air well, I'll tell you. I'm. Uh, I, I might ask him that next time I see him. There you go. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Well, uh, but so as far as uh, you're concerned, uh, like you're, you're an innovator, you, you look at things differently than most, and you solved a mm-hmm. problem that maybe uh, a lot of people were were just completely unaware that it was even there. It's kind of ignorance is bliss, so to speak. When when everybody's mm-hmm. got tie downs, it seems like that's the only way. You've never really thought of it differently, but uh, you yourself thought of it differently when you're you're changing out the uh, the fork seals on uh, on your son's bike time after time after time. Yeah, you hit it right on the head. That's exactly what happened when my son got an SX65 and one season of racing, and I couldn't believe how many times 
I had to change those seals on the on the forks. I got really good at it. Um, and at that point, it was just annoying. Uh, I didn't have a solution. Honestly, I wasn't even really thinking about it. I just couldn't believe uh, how often those things leaked. I, I would have almost swore that I was getting dud seals. But uh, as time went on, which was probably about a year down the road, I did notice at the track that the people, they get really creative and you can walk around the pits and you can see about 10 different ways that people try to stack multiple bikes into their trailers. And they all, they all had some real level of annoyance, uh, whether they're sitting their bikes crossways in the trailer and they kind of got to hurdle them to get to the front or they were, uh, they had a couple chalks mounted to the floors, which works really well until you bang your shins on them. Uh, and then, you know, that would be like maybe a cargo trailer. Then you go up to a toy hauler and uh, you can get all kinds of apparatuses to do the things, but they're, but for the most part, they're huge. And you're at the end of the day, you're still cranking down on your front forks, uh, and you got this spider web of tie downs going everywhere. Absolutely, I, was, uh, I, I couldn't agree more. Imagine myself a 16 foot V nose trailer in the dark, mind mm-hmm. you, always because there's no real good lights in our uh, our racing trailer. Three green mo- motorcycles, six tie downs, yep. and I gotta try and get uh, uh, an eight mil T handle out of the box that's in the back of the trailer. Good luck. Uh, I'm more more mm-hmm. often more likely to, to to bash my my shin on one of the foot pegs than do anything else, mm-hmm. and, and or even find that uh, that eight mil T handle. Tell me how you you solve that problem. So yeah, it was it was it wasn't simple. We're we're on version five, um, and by version five, I've just meant that it's just been a constant improvement. Version one worked, uh, but some of the costs were too much they we found that we could make them that we could keep our strength really high and still cut the weight down quite a bit uh, by sorry i guess i'm jumping ahead of it a little bit here yeah we invented this basically it's an over center cam called a bike binder okay. and you know it's it, it, it's um it's an aluminum box that slips over your foot peg and attaches to uh, whether it's E-Track or L-Track, those are sort of the two standard um, uh, methods of uh, clamping something to the floor of your trailer. Um, yeah, and we just we just invented this binder that that works on all size MX bikes, uh, so you could have you know your your 450 or your you know your KX250, and you got a kid that's got a SX50. And it's the same kit. It just works. They're they're adjustable, and so that's uh, <clears throat> that's just a little bit about them. And then as we as we kind of went through the, that first that first year, which was a bit of a grind, um, uh, we got we got a lot of feedback, which was really good, and it allowed us to basically really fine-tune them so that we could fit the the really big foot pegs like you know those nasty titanium foot pegs that are 
there's just so much meat inside those things and those were the most challenging foot pegs to to make work but you know we did it and uh yeah that's kind of that's kind of how that went now we just i guess version five was we just started powder coating them so they look way cooler <laughs> you gotta look cool you gotta look pro so you can go slow out there that's the way i uh do my yep. weekends my friend um right. so it, it seems like a no-brainer to me uh like obviously i'm someone who's been in the sport for a long period of time and and look to be in the sport for a long period of time and i'd imagine that an apparatus like this uh that sounds it's gonna last a whole lot longer than your set of, set of tie downs is probably uh like uh, just like the just the makeup of them. They're, they're going to be a little bit more expensive than a set of tie-downs. But uh, just imagining how long you're going to use these things, uh, the longevity of these uh, of these bike binders and the, how much your use you're going to get out of them is 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 quite substantial. And uh, so, but what are some of the uh, the the objections and some of the things that uh, people have uh, like basically come to you with uh, reasons why not to go just go ahead and get these things? Because uh, to me, it seems like a no-brainer. <laughs> Well, I think some of the objections are, I think probably the biggest one that we've had is you you nailed it actually on the head right when you said, I've got three bikes and I've got a, you know, and I've got a mountain of tie downs, right? Well, three tie downs for three bikes with wheel chocks or whatever, you know, sort of system you're running, it's still going to, you're still going to run in, you know, to that. Uh, probably 200 and some dollar price range at least, right? Right, Especially right. For nice ones. Um, yeah, for nice ones. So uh, that's the thing. If they've got like three bikes or four bikes and, okay, to get the kits for every one of those bikes, you're definitely looking at like 600 bucks, right? That's probably one of the biggest objections that we get. Now, you can... You can say that, or you could just, uh, you know, go ahead and write an email to info at bikebinders.com and say, hey, I'm getting, I'm getting three sets. Can you, can you cut me a break? And, you know, even I've even told all my dealerships, you know, if a guy's buying three sets, give him 10% off, right? Whether I make that up to the dealer or I do it right there with the customer. So, you know, buy more, save more when it comes to buy bike binders. Absolutely, yeah, and that's what I tell that to everybody. We've always got some type of promo code going on uh, online. Actually, our snow bike code just ended. I I believe it's this week that it ended. And I put out a post, and you know those so those snow bikers. They're 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 a crazy group because I'm still selling those things. Uh, they they obviously had a real pain point that we hit on because. Um, that season was absolutely phenomenal for us. So, um, being, uh, definitely the guy that loves summer, I actually find myself looking forward to October this year. 
FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like Zipper Lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at flyracing.com. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffay, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. Hey, Big MX fans, Brad Gabbard, your host here, and we've got a great opportunity tonight to hook you guys up with some special prizes. If you are able to go to the Hangtown National this weekend and don't yet have tickets, we've got a pair of tickets for you. If you can answer these trivia questions and email me, bradgebhart88 at gmail.com. That's my personal email address. Two questions are, How much do you have to spend to get free shipping with Vertex Pistons? You can go on their website and find that out out immediately. And also, if you go to pivotworks.com, I need you to tell me at what year their company started uh, doing what they do, bearing kits and stuff like that. So that's how much do you have to spend at vertexpistons.com and what year did Pivotworks start doing what they do? First two emails to bradgebhart88 at gmail.com are going to win the tickets. You have to be able to attend the event. Please email me, bradgebhart88 at gmail.com. Hope you guys win. Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. 
WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one of a kind. The reason why they're one of a kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you can have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market, from supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-pack of tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, 
head over to BillsPipes.com today and never settle. No kidding. Those uh, the first time I saw a timber sled, I was uh, I'll admit a bit skeptical, but uh, um, mm-hmm. they they really seem to have caught on. And uh, there's even a, a professional series for them here in Canada, where uh, we get we get mm-hmm. a, our fair share of winter. Uh, and I guess if you're if you're buying a ten thousand dollar motorcycle only to rip the swing arm and then attach another five to seven, maybe $8,000 unit to turn it into a timber sled, you're probably not worried too much about a, a $200, $300 hit for, uh, to, to secure it to the uh, to either you have a sled deck or the, the box of your truck or, like you said, a, uh, a fun mover. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like for, as far as the motocross uh, people are concerned, um, like, like – like if if it's money that you're you're worrying about, if it's the the in, initial investment that you're uh, that you're worried about right off the hop. To me, it's it's the, if you treat it exactly like that, is that it's an investment. You'll you'll be w- w- it just allows you to wrap your head around it that much more because I've got tie downs that held down the original. 1999 DS80 that came home that uh, for that my dad bought me. Those things are they still work, and I've I've gotten so much uh, longevity out of those, and I can only imagine how long a set of bike binders would use. I, like I'm going to go through many different bikes with uh, with the setup like this, and uh, if if it's going to last that long, um, it, it just seems like to me it's uh, like the there's there's just so much. Um, there's, there's I know so exactly. Do. I, yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're saying, and you're you are right. It's a it's a you know it's a solid piece of aluminum that's uh, bolted together. The the chances of these things ever going wrong is beyond me. You'd probably maybe if you you know left one outside of the truck and 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 drove over it or something like. But I even see that <laughs> being a little bit far fetched. It's probably still going to work after that. Um, but yeah, you know, one of the things that happens is right now we're in a little bit of the education state. So we're teaching guys how these things work. And I'll tell you how, I'll tell you how a lot of my sales happen. My online sales, uh, a guy will order one set because he's maybe not quite sure how they're, how they work or, you know, I've never seen that before. What am I going to, I'll just try, I'll just try one set, right? So they order a set. And then three weeks later or two weeks later, I'll get an order from the same guy for two or three more sets. He's like, I love them. My tie downs are hanging up. I don't have to use those things anymore. And uh, off we go. So I think probably that's probably my biggest hurdle right now is just just educating people, getting videos out there. Uh, Winter time was a little bit easier. We had some pretty big names in the snow bike world that, helped us get that out there um a couple magazines uh snow west and snowbike world really helped us out too so yeah that's pretty much what we're looking for just now going into the motocross season excuse me we're getting some looking for some you know some guys some big names out there to to try them out to use them and if they want they can always hit us up because we got some deals for pros you know 
Absolutely. Norm well, uh, I would definitely pass along the, the, the message locally and maybe some, some guys that uh, I might have in my contact list. But, uh, um, in, in all seriousness, like, the, 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 I believe it's the, is it the bronze medal winner from, uh, this last, uh, this last year's X Games uses these, uh, every time he loads up his snow bike. That's gotta be pretty cool. Yeah, the bronze medalist, that was uh, Cody Matichuk. He was the first guy to jump on board, and that that guy was awesome. He he contacted us right close to the end of the motocross season last year, and uh, he he's just he was hitting me up for a sponsorship. Right, I I hadn't had too good of luck sponsoring guys. I didn't really know how to go about it. You know, this is our first real kick at the cat. And I was <laughs> I was trying to blow him off really nicely. And Cody just wouldn't take no for an answer. He kept bugging me. And uh, I'm like, okay, we got to meet. Because um, you're pretty persistent. I checked out his Instagram. Because, you know, like, in Canada, we're not, we don't have a lot of top, top motocross riders, right? And that's who you're, you're looking for, for some of the top guys. But I seen his social media was phenomenal so i'm like oh, i'm gonna meet this guy and when we finally did hook up he's he told me oh i'm i'm actually doing the snow bike series in canada i'm racing for yeti and now i've met the owner of yeti snow mx so so in the snow bike world there's kind of like there's a few major players and timber sleds sort of the biggest of the bunch but Yeti Snow MX, they're right out of Edmonton, Alberta. I had met the owner of that of that company, Jamie, a year ago. And when Cody said he was going to be racing for him, I thought, well, this is this is perfect because this is definitely the guy that I need to need to partner up with. For sure. So yeah, so that's that was kind of how it all started, and the the that just went from me having that initial meeting with Cody to go into the Edmonton snowmobile show. And really that's when, that's when all the magic started to happen. At so that show. As far as magic goes, it sounds like uh, you really put this thing to the test and turned some heads uh, at, at this show because um, the, as these trade shows go, you usually have to do something special to, uh, to grab somebody's eye. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right. Um, you know, they first off, nobody's ever seen these things before. So when they see them, they're a bit intrigued. But when they see what we actually did with them, it was it was unreal. And we've got a at that time we had a Yeti Snowmax on a brand new YZ four fifty. So you're looking at about twenty five thousand dollars worth of kit there. Um, I have this aluminum platform that I that I was using to to show my stuff, and before the show even started, I was I was looking at these things and I said to Cody, I'm like, we really need to lift this platform up. Maybe I'll just have it sitting on a like a 45 degree angle or something like that for the effect. So I lifted it up and and I'm like, this bike is just not moving. So I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna drop it and. I did that the whole show. I'd pick it up and I'd drop it and the bike just, you know, can you imagine just wheeling your, your motocross bike or your snow bike up 15, 20 seconds, the thing's totally clamped down, secured, 
and you can actually, you know, haul over some pretty serious terrain and you don't even have to worry about that thing letting go. What happened there was the first couple times I did that, my confidence just shot through the roof because I think for me, I was sold, I guess, on my own product. And that just directly translated right into the customers, and we sold out that show. Well, there you go. And so you're starting to move some units. And as a young entrepreneur, mm-hmm. this is exciting for you. Um, you'd mentioned that, that this has gone through five stages of kind of the evolution of the bike binder. At what point was uh, did you start to really start to uh, gain some traction on this thing um, and, and even start to make some improvements from there? So when we when we had the original dirt bike version and we put them on a snow bike, uh, there was some there was some issues with the stability of the bike. It could move too much front to back. Uh, so it was already the end of that particular season. Uh, I knew I had all summer to work on it, and it took it took a few months for us to to I guess develop that version of the snow bike binder, and. <clears throat> That that was when um, that was when we we developed a different sort of like the on the on the motocross version it goes from the binder and then it attaches down using a single chain to a single anchor point and that's all perfectly well and good for a motocross bike because they tend to not move front to back very much at all and they're on wheels. So as soon as you stop, they just self-center. It's just not a big deal. A snow bike won't do that. A snow bike will, when you move, that's like, let's just say you're at a, you know, you're at a red light or whatever, and you just gun it when it turns green. On the old version, the, the snow bike would actually move back about six inches, and that's where it would stay until you hit the brakes. So for us, we just, we developed a double chain system and that took all the that took all the the movement out of the actual system, and that's when it that's when it sort of that, that, well that's when it really took off was when we introduced that system. Oh, right on. So, like right now, you you're like the, the they look better than ever, they perform better than ever. What's the next step as far as uh, getting these into the more, into more and more hands, and uh, basically? Um, convincing some people to uh, bolt these to the floor of their of their fun mover because I know that is another hurdle that some people have a hard time getting over is that they're going to drill into the floor of their uh, of uh, the, the, the box of their truck <laughs> their brand new or, truck yeah, yeah exactly so so how do you handle all that so what we did there was the first off the best place to start is with your buddies because they'll do you favors right Hey Brad, I got a set of these. Can you mount them up in the back of your truck? And that's the first question that people ask. Do I have to drill holes? And that's the there's no easy answer to that one. The answer is yes. You got to drill four quarter inch holes. Um, now I've mounted down a whole ton of these things, whether it was in the back of uh, a toy hauler or a pickup truck. You know, the easiest one is is uh, the cargo trailer because it's got a three-quarter inch wooden floor. Nobody really cares about that. They just throw them through and, and off you go. Um, you know, I guess it depends on the guy's comfort level. 
does he mind that he's got to drill four quarter inch holes in the in the bed of his truck? Um, I've done it quite a few times now because I've had two trucks since I started this all. Uh, y- y- you know, if they if they're really interested in an easy tie down system, then they don't usually have too much of a problem uh, doing that. So if they're if they're you know not keen on it or they like to put their bikes crossways and they don't think it's going to work well you know we can't we can't we're not we know that we're not going to replace every set of tie down straps right but we also know that there these things are enough of a headache that there's plenty of people that that will you know that will just adapt to our system and and mount the hardware down uh, and just go from there well, right on. It seems like uh, all all answers are all, all questions are answered as far as uh, of, uh, how to hook these things up, how to get uh, uh, get get over the hurdle of uh, of of shelling out a few extra bucks to, uh, to 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 get these things within your your hands. Where do people go uh, to uh, to order them, and uh, how how can they purchase uh, a set for themselves? So the easiest thing that the guys can do right now is just go on to bikefinders.com. Uh, there's, we got free shipping all over the United States. We're probably going to have some really good rates coming up for international customers. We might even do like a free shipping if it's over 400 bucks or something like that, uh, for international. As far as the Canadian guys go, you know, the local guys, we got quite a few stores now. Uh, we almost got, well, we've got FXR where you are in Winnipeg there, yes, and uh, quite a few in Alberta. They can send me an email, and I'll shoot them off a list of stores. There's, I think, two in BC now. Uh, and then we're getting our own Canadian website. So they all, that was one of the things they definitely didn't like. The Canadians didn't like paying the U.S. dollars, so they would always opt to go to the store and pick them up through a store, but now with our new website coming out, they're going to be able to buy right off there in their own currency. Well, there you go. Oh, people always yeah. like to uh, um, buy local, and uh, so mm-hmm. um, have you noticed that uh, Canadians specifically have uh, definitely embraced the uh, uh, the company, and it being a uh, an Alberta uh, kind of born and raised company that that's something that they mm-hmm. enjoy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Canadians have actually been. They've been really good to us. Uh, you know, it's always easiest to sell right in your 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 home area. That's where you seem to have the biggest impact. BC has been really uh, good to us. We're, now we're we're expanding um, to a couple trailer companies and some snow. Uh, we call them sled decks. Uh, a couple companies there that are going to actually adapt their systems to work with our binders so that probably uh if they know that you're getting a snow bike they can pre preload the sled deck so that they fit fit our stuff so it's it's getting easier for sure like going into you know we call this year two that we're going into because our first year was a development year and then we had a year of pretty good sales uh now three we've we've got the the system down so it's it's definitely getting easier for them to find a spot to buy them or definitely 
bikebinders.com. Bikebinders.com is where you can get yourself a set. Um, Ashley, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, my friend. I thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, and give us giving us uh, Thanks, the full Brad. rundown of uh, of the bike binders. Uh, I've, I hope that everyone uh, looks for you guys on social media. You're always posting pictures and videos and how these things work and uh, and the, the latest and greatest in the world of bike binders. Uh, and uh, that I believe it's bike binders with a Z, correct? That's right. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, of course but that is Z up here it. in Canada. <laughs> Z, yeah, <laughs> there you go. And uh, no, so uh, I, I really appreciate you coming on the on the show, my friend. You are uh, a great guest, and uh, you'll definitely be a repeat offender. Thank you so much for coming on the show, my friend. And uh, we'll chat we'll ch- we'll chat with you again sometime. Don't hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. Thank you.
Thank <laughs> you. 